it is time to go over what the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is currently saying about COVID and guidelines for all people. So I was originally going to talk about this before all of Fauci's emails got released. So this was going to be a few weeks ago. But then after we all saw Fauci's emails and saw him talking about how COVID-19 was created in a lab, like us people on the right have been saying for months, and after hearing him say that masks don't work, I kind of just assumed that like this discussion is now irrelevant and that everybody knew. But since the media as usual, isn't bringing attention to something so important as this, this um, discussion is still relevant indeed. (laughs) So COVID is obviously still being talked about. I don't know when they're going to stop. When are they going to get their fill? Like, come on, this is enough. But I I just want to remind everyone that it has been shown that the coronavirus has a 98% chance survival rate which is amazing, but we still have the media lying to people and making them so afraid of this virus. Now, let me just say really quick that I'm not doubting that when you get corona that it's not a bad sickness. I'm not saying that it's like, oh, like the cold. I mean, I think it can be, but my friend's mom had COVID a few weeks ago after traveling and she was terribly sick. And it was very scary for all of us. We prayed for her a lot, and she's getting better, which is great. But I I also want to point out that only 2% of people who have got COVID have died. That's way less than numbers of, say, the flu. And also, 900,000-plus people who have had COVID were obese. 78% of COVID victims that were hospitalized because of the coronavirus were obese again and not just overweight obese is when you are unhealthily overweight right that makes sense and why i'm pointing this out is because i'm sure you have all heard of all the free things that you can get if you get the covid vaccine let me just let me read some of them to you so let's remember that the main amount of people who have almost died from having COVID have been obese. And guess what things you can get for free? A free beer. If you get the first shot for the vaccine, you can get free desserts from White Castle and Krispy Kreme is allowing you to get a free donut. And you can redeem this once per day if you show proof of being vaccinated. There's some other free things you can get. But I just think it's funny that this is what you get for free. Let's let's connect the dots here, okay? Let's let's try and make sense of this. So you get the COVID vaccine, whether you've had COVID or not, because you want to be protected against COVID, which most of its victims have been people who are overweight. So now, if you get the vaccine to protect you, we're going to start offering you things that is that are unhealthy, and that are junk food. That that doesn't that doesn't compute in my brain. Like that part doesn't connect. And I always tell my family, you can't make sense of stupidity. This, point me out if I'm wrong, but this just seems like stupidity. I don't, I don't understand it. So let's move on. So 
I checked today again on the CDC's website to make sure that everything I'm talking about is still relevant, and it is. They literally haven't changed anything on their website, regardless of the truth that we have found out about COVID-19, which is very surprising to me. So when you go onto their website, if you go right to the, like the first thing you click on is disease and conditions, and then you can click coronavirus, and it's this tiny page, and it literally just says get vaccinated, and then learn more where you can find where the COVID vaccines are. That's all. But if you dig deeper on their website, they point out some things like what you can start to do if you're vaccinated. So here's what they say. If fully vaccinated, you may resume activities without a mask or social distancing, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules and regulations, including local businesses and workplace guidance. I'm going to get into this in a minute. And then what they say is, if you haven't been vaccinated, find a vaccine. Not even an option. So here we go. So we're being told by the CDC, and I quote, what we know about the COVID-19 vaccines is that people who have been fully vaccinated can start to do some, some things that they had stopped doing because of the pandemic. Just some things. We don't get to go back to normal. We still have to live in fear, right? And I just, I think it's interesting. This is so random. But how these articles are written, it's not in like a medical professional or just like a professional way. Like someone who's on their first day working for the CDC is writing these papers. I don't know. They just don't seem professional. So (laughs) I don't know. That's just funny to me. Okay. So next they have the page titled, What You Can Start to Do. Yes, please tell us. What can us fully vaccinated people do? This is literally what they say. If you have been fully vaccinated, literally how many times are they going to say that? Here is what you can do. You can resume activities you did prior to the pandemic. That's nice. And you can resume activities without wearing a mask or staying six feet apart. Okay, hold on. Let let me remind everyone. (laughs) There is no sense in the six feet thing. There's no science backing up or like facts on why it should be six feet for social distancing. Because the average sneeze travels 13 to 27 feet. And most people over the age of 10 understand to cover their sneeze with a tissue or their arm, right? Can we agree on that? That's just, that's common sense. You see it around you every day. The only people I see just sneezing out is like toddlers. All right. So they say you can resume activities without wearing a mask or staying six feet apart, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, regulations, rules, including local businesses and workplace guidance. So what I'm thinking here is if the vaccine is supposed to help us get back to living life normal again, why do we still have to mask up and socially distance in places it's required? which is most places, shouldn't those who get the vaccine be exempt from those rules and regulations? And it's like basically the only place you vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask or socially distance is at home or outside. Isn't that the same way things were before? 
Now, I'd wrote this a while ago, but I do want to make an exception to this that they're saying. I have started to see some stores saying that if you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask or social distance, which is great. But why are vaccinated people still being required to wear a mask in places required by the government? I think they should be exempt from all places requiring this. All right, next, if you travel the United States, you do not need to get tested before or after travel, and you don't need to self-quarantine. If you pay, oh wait, you need to pay close attention to the situation at your international destination before traveling outside the United States. You do not need to get tested before leaving the United States unless your destination requires it. Well, why would they require the vaccinated, supposedly the protected people, to get tested? Here's another thing I think that they should be exempt from. You still need to show a negative test result or documentation of recovery from COVID-19 before boarding an international flight to the United States, and you should still get tested three to five days after international travel. (laughs) Honestly, these just seem to suggest, to me at least, that the vaccines are still in testing mode. Because why? Why would they... Why would they be testing to see if someone has the virus when they're being told that the vaccinated people are protected from the virus? Okay, next it says you do not need to self-quarantine after arriving in the United States. Finally, I think it's the same in Canada. That's great. If you've been around someone who has COVID-19, you do not need to stay away from others or get tested unless you have symptoms. But here's something I find interesting because next they say, However, if you live or work in a correctional or detention facility or a homeless shelter and are around someone who has COVID-19, you should still get tested even if you don't have symptoms. I just find this interesting. Like, I'm genuinely curious why you don't have to be tested if you're just around, like, what, a normal human being who has COVID. But if you're around someone in a correctional or detention facility or a homeless shelter and they have COVID, you still need to get tested. I just think, I think that's interesting. All right, page two of their article. This is what we get to continue doing. So they start off with saying, for now, if you've been fully vaccinated, there they go. I wonder how many times they say those words on these papers. They say, you will still need to follow guidance at your workplace and local businesses. Guidance. I'm guessing they mean COVID guidelines. But I thought they were just saying that I could... uh, go back to normal living if I get vaccinated. Yeah, that doesn't, that, that's another thing that doesn't make sense to me. All right. If you travel, you should still take steps to protect yourself and others, but I'm protected. If I'm protected with the vaccine, that would mean that others are safe around me. Right. And shouldn't people be more worried about their own safety than my safety. You will still be required to wear a mask on planes, buses, trains, and other forms of public transportation traveling into, within, or out of the United States and in U.S. transportation hubs such as airport and station airports and stations. Why are we still required to wear a mask? I really can't go back to normal, and I can't stop wearing a mask because anywhere I go in my everyday life, 
it still requires it, right? If you use a bus to get to work, if you travel on airplanes a lot, I have a friend that's, well, my friend's dad, that's their job. They fly a lot on airplanes. Still has to wear a mask, even if he's vaccinated. Funny. (laughs) All right, fully vaccinated international travelers arriving in the United States are still required to get tested three days before travel by air into the United States or show documentation of recovery from COVID-19 in the past three months and should still get tested three to five days after their trip. We could really avoid all of that by just telling them we have the vaccine, right? I don't know. That's that's what I'm thinking. All right, next they say, you should still watch out for symptoms of COVID-19, especially if you've been around someone who is sick. If you have symptoms of COVID-19, you should get tested and stay home and away from others. See, I'm telling you, the vaccine is still being tested. People who have a condition or are taking medications that weaken the immune system should talk to their healthcare provider to discuss their activities. They may need to keep taking all precautions to prevent COVID-19. It's good that they say that, but they should address it more in a way of saying, like, be cautioned before getting the vaccine because, well, my sister-in-law has a lot of problems with her immune system, but, and she gets sick very often and it's not great, obviously, because she has a weaker immune system. But I think that they need to start pointing out that you need to be careful before taking the vaccine, especially if you have a weak immune system or whatever, because I've heard a lot of people getting the vaccine who who have a weak immune system are getting terribly sick, like hospital, have to go to the hospital, and they're just not doing well. I mean, little kids who are already not really susceptible to the virus are dying from getting the vaccine. People are getting blood clots, their bodies are being paralyzed, and you know, they just say that's a normal side effect. Okay, I'll go with that. But really wow (laughs) all that i've got from this article so far is that they're taking away our freedoms with an excuse of a deadly virus that has a 98 percent chance of survival they're telling me i'll be getting freedoms back after getting the vaccine and then again they're breaking it to me and actually telling me i have to take the same covid precautions etc when i'm in public even though I'm supposed to, supposedly protected. Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't make much sense to me. What about you guys? I don't know. All right, they have this last paper left. It's a few sentences, and it's what we know and what we're still learning about COVID and the vaccines, I guess. COVID-19 vaccines are effective at preventing COVID-19 disease, especially severe illness and death. COVID-19 vaccines reduce the risk of people spreading COVID-19. Okay. Fair enough, but riddle me this. Like I just pointed out about people getting the vaccine, why does it seem that those who are getting those... Okay, why does it seem that people are in worse condition after getting the vaccine than if they got COVID or COVID symptoms and didn't get the vaccine? Like, here's what I'm trying to say. I don't have the vaccine. If I get COVID, I might get just as sick as if I had the vaccine and had side effects from the vaccine. But people who are getting the vaccine to protect themselves from COVID are getting just as sick as if they had COVID or more so. And more people are dying from the vaccine. 
or just in worse condition. That doesn't sound great to me, especially when you think about it, like everyone who gets the vaccine has side effects, right? And everyone who gets COVID doesn't get side effects, right? There's been people who have apparently had COVID but didn't have symptoms or it was just like a cold. I'm not really sure how that works, but that's what we've heard. So to me, I would rather get sick with COVID, even if I was doing terribly and let my body naturally build up a stronger immune system to heal from the virus than to get a vaccine, which is going to make me just as sick or risk my life as a younger person and um, then be protected from one strain. Like, no, I'd rather build up my immune system. Anyways, last they have what we're still learning. How effective the vaccines are against variants of the virus that cause COVID-19. Early data shows that the vaccine may work against some variants, but could be less effective against others. How well the vaccines protect people with weakened immune systems, including people who take immunosuppressive medications. And how long COVID-19 vaccines can protect people. And then they say as they learn more, they'll update their recommendations for both vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Well, obviously they don't know much because they don't have any recommendations for unvaccinated people except for getting vaccinated. But I do want to thank them for at least saying that they're still learning that stuff. That's good. All right, well, that's, that's all I have to say about this article about COVID. I mean, when you think about it, this is like the CDC is big. Like, they're really supposed to be taking care of diseases, preventing and controlling them. And this is what they've offered to us? (laughs) I don't understand it, but hopefully you can take something away from this and let your brain work and start using common sense, because that's something our world needs a lot. And and just remember, (laughs) you cannot make sense of stupidity, no matter how hard you try. You can't. This is your warning. Turn the volume down because the next clip is loud and your girl did this on hotel Wi-Fi. Could barely figure anything out. So yeah, just turn the volume down.